Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Japan Education with me, Lawrence Dennis, an English teacher in Kyoto, Japan. And this is the podcast、uh, for me to discuss、uh, living and working in Japan. Um, teaching in Japan, as well as any and all things that are on my mind,、uh, what I'm going through, what we are going through in the world collectively,、uh, and boy, are we going through a lot.、Uh, I am recording today on Sunday, November 15th, 2020.、Um, the, it, it has now been、uh, a full week. Is that, is that right? It has now been、uh, a full week、uh, since. Joe Biden has been declared the winner of the、uh, election, by,、um, of the American、uh, presidential election, I should say.、Um, and by, by basically every news outlet, every major、uh, news outlet,、uh, not only within the United States, but also outside of the United States,、um, world leaders are calling him to congratulate him.、Um, and yet we still have. A,、uh, a president who refuses to accept it and concede、um, the results,、uh, concede the election.、Um, and so、um, it's just this weird kind of limbo phase that we're in right now, where it's like, I mean, everybody knows and they're just refusing to acknowledge it. I mean, people are acknowledging it, that, don't get me wrong. But they're refusing to,、um, you know, confront Trump about it, I guess, or, or what? Like, I, it's very strange.、Um, I don't really want to talk about it for too long because it's just a weird thing. And it's stupid that we have to deal with it. And,、um, it, you know, the effect really is that it hurts the American people. Um, because it, you know, it further divides、uh, Americans and it,、um, it sets back,、uh, or potentially could set back、um, the transition and、uh, having a smooth transition. And so,、um, it, you know, it, it could be detrimental to the American people in that way come January、uh, when we need Biden to come in, you know,、uh, ready to go.、Um, especially because. This pandemic is just out of control in the United States right now. It is、uh, unbelievable. If you look at the, the graph of new cases from like、uh, March until now,、um, the increase just in the last month is unreal. It is <laughs> it's insane. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of that is because of the election, you know, because. Of an increased number of rallies,、um, you know, and, and protests and, and things like that.、Um, plus, you know, people just going out to vote as well. People being outside of their houses to go and vote.、Um, and, you know,、uh, large amounts of people converging into the same areas.、Um, I, I don't really know. And, and that's not necessarily President Trump's fault、um, that, you know, the, the election caused people to come together and therefore、uh, the infections are increasing. But、uh, he's certainly not blameless、um, as someone who has, you know, publicly <laughs> ridiculed people for wearing masks.、Uh, that's insane. <laughs> 
I mean, it's it's really ridiculous. Anyways, I, I really don't want to um, talk about this for that much longer because um, we have a new president. It's been decided. Um, it's just not been accepted by the current president. And, you know, WTF uh, is one to do about that. It's just stupid and childish and it is really unfortunate that we have to deal with a child uh, in the Oval Office. It's embarrassing and it continues to be embarrassing and I cannot wait until the embarrassment is over. Biden's not perfect but at least he's a goddamn adult. Uh, So anyways I'm just gonna move on from that and just talk about my week um, and, and what's been going on in my world and in Japan uh, for this week. So let's get into that. Well, first off, uh, I, you know, I got to update you guys on, on the situation with my cat. He is doing better and better by the day. Um, it's really uh, remarkable, his recovery considering I really, really thought he was going to die at some point. I mean, he's almost back to normal right now. He's almost his normal self. He is still a bit more lethargic than he used to be, um, but just just slightly, honestly. He's, uh, you know, he's talking a lot more. He's, um, he's not running around at all, um, and he used to run around every once in a while, like, you know, like cats do, they will just suddenly start running between rooms, uh, anyone who has had a cat knows this about cats, like, every once in a while, uh, once or twice a day, they will just have a fit of, like, madness, where they will just run around the house like crazy, uh, for no reason, uh, like, <laughs> I don't really know how to describe it, but people who are familiar with cats know that this is a thing that they do. My cat was no different. He uh, used to do that several, not several, a few times a day. Um, But he is not doing that, and he has not done that. Um, I don't know if he will ever do that again. And you know what, to be honest? I mean, although it is sad that he's not his normal self, totally, um, that is one thing that I probably won't miss. I mean, that little bit of craziness uh, and chaos every day where he will just bolt uh, throughout my very small house. I mean, it's not a super tiny house, but it's not a big house. I mean, it's fine for me. I'm just one person living alone. Um, But, you know, it's not a big house. And so every time he did it, he would just like knock stuff over and do all that. So uh, he has not been doing that. And... um, uh, I'm a little bit pleased about that, but otherwise, he is pretty much back to normal. He goes up and down the stairs, he talks, he's eating, uh, he's drinking water, uh, it's, um, yeah, it's good. Uh, so, I am in a, uh, we've got a regimen now, uh, we're, we've got a bit of a routine now, I give him insulin twice a day, uh, per the doctor's orders, um, it's a very, very small dosage of insulin, And uh, my vet said uh, when he gets back to the point where um, he is eating normal amounts of food again, or if he gets back to to that point, um, he's going to need more and more insulin. Um, But right now, 
It's a, it's a low dosage of insulin, and it seems to be fine. He, he uh, is um, alert-ish. Uh, actually, not even ish. He, he is alert. If I make a sudden movement or noise, he, he perks up and, and pays attention. And uh, I can say his name, and he will respond. And um, he is, uh, yeah, it's, it's a relief, and it's awesome. And uh, it seems like we are out of the woods for now. Um, like I, I'm pretty sure I said uh, on a last week or the week before, um, with this pancreatitis, um, you know, it could flare up again, and we could be back in the same place that we were. Um, we just don't know. Uh, but um, right now, it's good. And I'm just going to take that small victory and, and take things as, as they come. Uh, Alright, that's the cat update. Uh, let's talk about my week. Uh, Monday was uh, not a holiday, uh, but I did have the day off. Our school was closed uh, on Monday this week. So I had a nice little three-day weekend. That was nice. Um, it would have been nice if I could have done anything. <laughs> except I really couldn't, and I didn't really feel like it, actually, to be honest, um, just because, uh, you know, the fatigue and the emotional fatigue of, of my cats, uh, the experience with my cat and the election, all of that uh, together just made me emotionally drained, as I talked about last week. Um, so on my three-day weekend, I really just stayed home, Watched my cat, hung out, watched some TV, movies, whatever. Um, I started reading. I'm, I'm, I've started to get back into reading this week. Which, um, last year, and uh, I actually I think the last two years, I uh, read uh, not a lot of books, but I read a book a month for the last two years. And then this year, I have really uh, not kept up with that at all. I don't think I have finished a single book so far this year. Oh, actually, that may not be true. I think maybe uh, in the early months of the year, I did finish one, uh, maybe two books. But since uh, basically the pandemic started, so like around February, March, I don't think I have finished a single book since then, which is, I mean, ironically the opposite for many other people. People, um, you know, did not read much before the pandemic started, but then with all this stay-at-home time, a lot of people did read more, but it, it was the opposite for me. I, I went the other direction. I got engrossed in TV shows, video games, whatever, and uh, just kind of stopped reading. Uh, but I did get back into reading this week. I'm reading a book called um, Breasts and Eggs uh, by a Japanese author uh, named Mieko Kawakami. Um, she is a um, relatively new author um, for Japan and kind of... Uh, Japan is uh, having kind of a, a new wave, sort of of uh, contemporary female uh, fiction uh, authors. Um, it's, uh, it, it, it will hopefully, I mean, I hope that that is an indication of the culture becoming a little more 
uh, feminist and um, just, you know, recognizing that uh, women need to be uh, treated more equally in this society. And um, that is something that is that Japan is quite far behind in compared to the rest of uh, like the G20. Um, I think Japan is the furthest behind uh, like in terms of gender equality. Uh, so, um, you know, I hope this kind of new wave of contemporary female authors is an indication of kind of a shift. Um, Japanese literature, it, it is still very much dominated by male authors, um, the world of Japanese literature, but um yeah, I don't know. I, I hope there's a, a change coming. This this book, Breasts and Eggs, is very much... Um, I, I don't know if I want to call it... A, I mean, I guess, yeah, you could call it a feminist book. It, it is... Um, it's, it's just about the female experience. Um, it is about two Japanese women, um, in particular, um, that follows kind of... Um, it's just about their lives and and things like there's not um uh well actually i i shouldn't even really get into the plot that much because i don't really know i'm not that far into it um i think the the narrative is split between two women uh and it switches back and forth between their perspectives and i have have so far only um read one of the woman's perspective and the literally the next chapter that I have to, uh, that I'm up to right now, the next chapter, uh, starts the perspective of the second woman. Um, so I don't really know what her deal is yet, the, this second main character. Uh, but with the first one, uh, it's quite, it was, I mean, fascinating and, uh, incredible. Uh, just, the way that this, uh, that the author writes, that, uh, Kawakami writes, um, is, oh man, it's kind of breathtaking in a lot of ways, especially for, you know, I, I'd be curious to, um, talk to a, a woman who has read this book, um, because honestly, as a man, it talks about the female experience, um, about, you know, uh, how women's bodies, uh, grow and, and evolve over throughout their lives and um, how that that how that can affect uh, women quite deeply and profoundly um, just their their physicality and their and just what happens to them biologically um, it, it Kawakami writes about that experience in a way that I have never really encountered before and it's um, it's kind of been eye-opening for me in a lot of ways uh, of just how uh, deeply traumatic some of the f- the female experience can be in terms of like the first time you have your period or things like that, like um, going through puberty in general and uh, menstruation and and um, just uh, like um, the how your body then ages you know as you get older and and how that that affects your kind of 
uh, status in society as well and all all of these things in a way that is not very much not the same for men um it is it is very interesting to read um the the story so far of this first main character is actually um she is kind of telling the story of her sister um so it is written from first person but it's more actually about the the narrator's sister and this uh, the sister's um pursuit of uh going to or trying to get a boob job um (laughs) like she wants to get a breast enhancement and it's um it is uh really fascinating um yeah i i um i don't really want to say more than that because i i don't want to give away spoilers um i don't know where the story is going because i'm only about 20 percent of the way through it or 25 percent of the way through the book uh so far so you know who knows where it's gonna go but uh so far i am loving it it's great and uh i highly recommend it um so yeah uh on Monday, I, I started to read this book, and I, I've been making my way through it this week, and now I'm about 25% of the way in. Uh, so, should be another month, I guess, before I finish it, uh, if I keep this pace. Um, yeah, love it. Uh, Wednesday, November 11th, was uh, a holiday, as many of you know it is veterans day or uh remembrance day or um i think it has a few different names in various places uh but um it it is also a holiday here in japan that is not veterans day well i shouldn't say a holiday it is a a a day (laughs) but it is known as pocky day now pocky if you are not familiar with it is a um it's a japanese snack that is like these uh, kind of pretzel sticks, sort of, um, but not pretzely in that they're like salted or anything. They're just these kind of fried breadstick, like um, like hard breadsticks, uh, thin sticks uh, that are straight, um, and they have a chocolate coating around them, and it's a a snack that is uh, extremely popular. Uh, you can get it in pretty much any convenience store or supermarket. Uh, not pretty much, definitely. Every convenience store and supermarket has Pocky. It is, um, extremely common. It's been around for a while. Um, they'll even, like, there's just the standard, like, a stick with chocolate coating. Um, but then they have, like, seasonal flavors and things that come out every once in a while. It's, it's very, very popular. Um, everybody loves it. It is a staple snack food in Japan. Um, it, it And because it is a stick, it looks like the number one, right? It's just a stick. Uh, and um, so uh, November 11th, 11-11, uh, at some point, the company that makes Pocky, which I think is Glico, I think is the name of the company, uh, at some point, they had the brilliant... Uh, marketing strategy to declare uh, uh, November 11th as Pocky Day. Um, And so, uh, and, you know, that campaign worked and it stuck and people uh, 
refer to November 11th as Pocky Day. Um, for as long as I've been in Japan, that's been the case. And people will go out and buy uh, lots of Pocky and eat it on Pocky Day. Um, at one point, I even did a, a YouTube video. This is back when I actually used to make YouTube videos, which was probably, uh, this must have been like six years ago. Um, I, I made a, a video on Pocky Day uh, with some friends of us trying different kinds of Pocky, different flavors of Pocky, uh, and ranking them from best to worst. Um, if you are <laughs> interested in watching that, you can go check out, uh, uh, just do a YouTube search for uh, Hello Toyama Pocky Day or something like that. I, I'm not really sure. Um, but yeah, it is on my old YouTube channel. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, it was Pocky Day, so I bought a bunch of Pocky the night before, and I brought them in and and gave them out to students all day, uh, and that was fun. <laughs> um, so yeah, just know when you guys are uh, ce- uh, celebrating, observing, celebrating is not the right word. Observing uh, Remembrance Day or uh, Veterans Day. Um, in Japan, they are celebrating Pocky Day by eating lots of chocolate candies. Ah, <laughs> uh, well. Um, so yeah, that was Wednesday. Uh, on Friday, at, just at my school, we had uh, English Day, which um, what is a kind of annual thing that my school... Does. Actually, we do it twice a year. There, we have two English Days a year. Uh, at, at my school, which is just um, like a day to kind of encourage students to use uh, English more, um, not just in class, but outside of class with, with teachers. So all of the teachers kind of put in some effort, even the non-English speaking teachers, like, you know, social studies teachers and math teachers and all them, uh, all of the teachers put in a little bit of effort to speak some English with students. Um, it's really a nice thing. Uh, we used to call it English Only Day uh, until this year. Uh, this year, I actually kind of spearheaded the campaign to change the name of English Only Day. Um, I had the idea last year um, after our last English Only Day because um, I just got kind of sick and tired of having the same conversation every time. Uh, that we had English Only Day with students, which was uh, not only students, but with teachers as well, which is the day before English Only Day, I would always say to, um, like, teachers or, or students, uh, hey, tomorrow's English Only Day, yeah, and, like, get, trying to get them hyped up for it and, and whatever, and every time it was the same thing, like, I can't speak English only all day, like, English Only Day, it's impossible, and they would kind of brush it off, like casually brush it away. Like it's um, like, I mean, they would literally say the word moody, which means impossible. There's nothing I can do. I can't do it. Um, and so I just and they're joking, you know, they're, they're not being totally serious. It is a, a kind of um, dismissal in a way. Um, it's it's not a, a serious dismissal like I but it is nonetheless a dismissal and they are saying it is impossible and I just thought well like of course it's impossible I mean 
like we know that i mean maybe not impossible but it's it, we know that it's extremely difficult for i mean they're japanese people they're not native english speakers um of course it's extremely difficult for them to speak english only all day um so it's just the name like we don't expect them to speak english only all day so why name it that like the only thing that that name is um is doing is just creating a impossible goal for them and so it creates a defeatist attitude in these um students and teachers like they have already decided that it's impossible before they even start before they even go into english only day um so why not just change the name and so uh, i wanted to call it english festival uh, but the school the school rejected that idea um because they said it's not it's not f- like we don't do anything that is festive enough to justify naming it english festival uh, to which i said well then let's do some festive things come on uh but they were like well maybe in the future if we can uh, if we have enough uh resources and time to to create more uh, festive things happening we can call it english festival but for now let's just call it english day uh so i was like all right whatever as long as it's not english only day it's fine so we call it english only day now or sorry <laughs> english day i'm so used to calling it english only day that i, I slipped a couple of times uh, but it's english day now um and uh basically what we have is just uh we've got um broadcasts uh, on the school's PA system uh, where students in our uh, English club um, do some English broadcasts throughout the day. They start the day with an English broadcast of uh, like uh, some speeches in English and then some some phrases that students can use throughout the day, um, which I have a little bit of a complaint to my students about because... Th- the day before English Day, I helped some of the students who were doing the broadcast with their script. And I'm, I, you know, they had in their script, like, let's practice some useful phrases. And they had in their script, um, what was it? How's it going? Was one, because they were like, you all know how to say how are you. Let's try some different ways. Let's. Why don't you try a different way to say how are you? And they said, how's it going? Repeat after me, how's it going? And then after that, they said, uh, how are things? And I was like, yeah, that's great. Um, but we don't need multiple ways to say how, how's it going, how are things? Why not use, you know, we only have a, a limited time to do this broadcast. Why don't we introduce some different phrases <laughs> rather than doing the same phrase in different ways? Uh, and so I, I changed the script to do different to add different phrases, uh, but then they changed it back and afterwards and didn't tell me. <laughs> and so I didn't realize I didn't know until I actually heard it on the broadcast. And they, sure enough, they went, "How's it going? How are things?" <laughs> and I was like, ah, "What? I spent I spent that time with you making the new making the changes to the script, and you just changed it back." Oh. No, I, I, whatever, it's fine. Um, but uh, <laughs> it just surprised me on the day. Um, they have uh, interviews of teachers in English at lunchtime. They had like little uh, riddles and things in English and tongue twisters and things in English in the broadcast uh, throughout the day. So it was fun. 
Um, that's pretty much all that English Day was. Oh, and and um, giving awards to students for their good uh, English um, effort uh, on, on English Day. Um, that's it. So that was English Day. Um, at at the end of the day, actually, so every day this week, I have been meeting with um, students. I, I I'm. I know I've talked before about helping um, the seniors with university preparations. Um, I have been uh, working quite closely with with a few students um, th- this year, just helping them get ready for university entrance and uh, entrance exams and interview tests and things like that. Um, and uh, there is one student in particular that I've worked even more closely with than the others and uh, I've been uh, working with this student every day this week Uh, and the interview for this student is coming up in in a week uh, from now and uh, so the the student's getting quite nervous the pressure is really um, getting to them and uh, I, I saw that quite a lot this week. Uh, the student was really struggling this week just because of the pressure. They were just really feeling it, the pressure um, that, you know, externally and internally, externally probably from me as well as, you know, teachers and family, um, and then, like, internally just not wanting to let other people down, not wanting to let themselves down, um, really... Um, not feeling like they're good enough and and things and so like that was really hard to see this week um, the student ended up uh, crying this week in front of me uh, and it made me cry I mean it was heartbreaking to see um, and so this was this was a tough week uh, you know for the student and for me and um, I mean, it's been a, a couple of tough weeks, <laughs> frankly. Uh, but uh, it just for that, this was a particularly tough week. Um, I think it, it's getting down to it now, um, so the pressure just keeps building, um, and that was tough. Uh, but I will say, um, since then, just in these last two days, so um, th- this student... Um, attended a kind of uh like an open house lesson that was held online for the university that they're applying to Um, they had kind of like a demonstration lesson for prospective students where they could join and just see what a class would be like at this university and it's, it's a university that teaches all of their classes in english um so that's that's why uh i have been particularly working uh close with this student um, because the the exam is in English and the there's an interview that's done primarily in English, and so um, yeah, they attended this class uh, on it was like a Zoom lesson uh, yesterday, and um, and then I talked to the student today uh, to and heard about it, and there was kind of a, a noticeable change in the student's demeanor and attitude and and just general aura um, in that they seemed a bit 
more comfortable, a bit more confident, uh, a bit more uh, just kind of brighter in general. Um, it, it was really refreshing to see after seeing them beat themselves up so hard this past week. Um, the student was really uh, in a much better mood. And I think um, doing that lesson, uh, first of all, they, they said that, like, that they loved it. It was really, really interesting and really fun. Um, but not only that, but like they were able to follow like the, the English was at a level that the student was able to keep up with everything. Uh, they didn't have any problem with it. And also, they felt like their English was better than a lot of the other classmates that, or a lot of the other prospective students that were in the, that same class. And so I think that bolstered their confidence and just uh, kind of made them more excited for it, uh, which was great. And it, was, it just made me feel great today. Um, so... Uh, I am in a, uh, a better mood today than I have been uh, generally for the last little while. Um, I feel good. Uh, I, I feel healthier mentally than I have for the past uh, few weeks. And uh, things are looking up. I, like We're getting down to it on this stuff on a lot of these things like the university things and all that that I'm dealing with um, but we're also getting close to the end of the year which is wow I mean I I didn't really even think about that until just now but like it's November 15th it is, it is the Ides of November November's half over now and uh, in just a, a, a few weeks will be done with school for the year for 2020 which also means I'll be done with my seniors with these students that I have taught for and I know I've talked about this before but these students that I've taught since they were since they entered the school um wow that is um I'm gonna not think about that too much because it'll make me cry uh, that is what I've been going on, what I've been going on, <laughs> what I've, what has been going on, what I've been, uh, going through, what I've been dealing with, uh, this week, and, uh, that is, you know, teaching English in Japan, uh, Japan education this week, uh, the week of November 15th, 2020. Uh, I hope you, uh, enjoyed listening today if you would like to hear more about anything that i talked about today if you'd like uh me to hear me talk about any other uh topic in particular or if you'd like to ask me any questions you can send me a message on instagram that is the best way to reach me i have a, an open public uh profile on instagram it's at lawrence dennis l-a-w-r-e-n-c-e-d-e-n-e-s and uh, you can send me a direct message. And uh, as long as you're not trolling me, I will respond. <laughs> uh, so that's, that's it. Uh, thank you so much. And uh, I hope you have a great week. And uh, I hope that the next week is a little bit better for everyone. Uh, have a great night. Let's got it. See you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>